All right. Welcome, everyone, to the SimCast episode 33, Forward and Onward. Uh, my guest today is Daedalus, your Ash and Herald. Welcome, Daedalus. Everyone. Everyone's going, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? I see his actual face. Has anybody in the history of Ashes... Has anybody in the history of Ashes seen this? If not, you're fucking welcome. You saw it here first, just saying. And on that note, um, have a couple of important announcements. Friends, this is the last SimCast episode ever. And I know some of you are going, oh my God, he's ending the podcast? Not quite. Actually, I'm rebranding the podcast. I know it's been a God, a couple weeks since the last episode. To be fair, the end of the year has been quite hectic. Um, I've had a lot of uh, I've had a lot of things going on in my personal life regarding to uh, related to the streaming and everything of the open beta that happened, which we're going to talk about that here briefly in a moment. Um, one big announcement is I'm rebranding it. I'm not going to tell you what the name is. You'll have to tune in next time to find out. Um, the plan is still that it will be Monday nights. I'm potentially going to live stream it. Uh, starting next episode, live streaming it on Monday nights around 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then uh, it will go to Patreon for the Patreon users to view for 24 hours before it then goes live on YouTube no later than uh, Wednesday. That's the game plan moving forward. Uh, you will find out in the next episode what the new name of this podcast is going to be. Nothing's going to change, but there will be a bit of a different theme. You'll see that next time. Um, with that being said, I have an important announcement, and that is part of the reason we get to see Daedalus's glorious beard and face is because Daedalus will now be joining uh, this podcast as a permanent member. So welcome him. Show him some love. It's awesome. Um, I think he's going to be a great fit. Um, he's been on, God, countless <laughs> past episodes. So it it only seems fitting. <clears throat> And quite frankly, I feel like the community can really use more positive influences um, from people such as himself and and some others here in the community that I feel like, you know, Agilos and the Dungeon Crawler Network, they do a great podcast and those guys have a really good positive influence. And we, I really feel like at this point in time, we really need more of that. Um, I feel like we really need more of that. And I, I don't feel like I can stress that enough. Um, so with that, with that being said, uh, Daedalus, I want to kind of, I know we talked about this a little bit before. Um, I'm going to read over. And the most recent news post from Steven on the official Discord was, have some updates for you. January 11th, beta weekend coming up. Uh, we'll be opening the servers up for downloading and playing Apocalypse during each weekend starting January 11th. Playtimes will be announced. The, the week preceding the play test or the weekend's play test. These additional beta sessions allow us to ensure the stability of our system so that the experience, is apocalypse, uh, experience in Apocalypse meets our standards for an official launch expected in February. Castle Sieges, which we've all been waiting for, he said he has decided to push uh, back the testing of Sieges due to work that is currently being done on the back-end architecture for matchmaking and the game servers. Now, before I finish a statement, that's something that's been a pretty consistent issue in most recent testing. So I'm really personally glad that they're doing this um, and announcing it is the biggest part. Um, he said as soon as they have a definitive date for siege testing, they'll announce it to everyone. Um, he said, while I do not like having a, to delay this testing, 
and I know neither do you. It's necessary in order to collect the data, the actual data we need, while at the same time providing the experience I feel players deserve. So we will spend January making sure that sieges are ready for showtime. This means that alpha and beta backers for the MMO can expect to see some testing near the end of January. Web accounts. Now you talk about web accounts. I'm not going to talk about that. Um, he talks about the forums. I'm not going to talk about that. He said next live stream will be on January 11th at 3 p.m. PST. Tune in on their Twitch. Be going over, and this is great, Castle Siege Designs. Some footage on the first Castle Siege map and how exactly the systems for this mode will work to better prepare you for battle. And they said, have a safe holiday weekend. Um, Why I feel like it was important to read that, not everybody checks the Discord. I got people in my own guild that, quite frankly, don't check the Discord because they're like, it's a toxic-ass place. I don't want to look at it. I get it. So for those people who kind of have that same feeling, forward and onward, there you go. Tune in January 11th, right? Check it out. Hopefully they'll deliver. Um, let's talk about some issues in communication with the game testing and deployment. I would like Daedalus, I've, I've gone through the net, like past five minutes of just blabbering on. Um, I think I'd like to get your thoughts on issues you feel like that you've basically had with the, the game testing so far and just deployment overall um, with the testing phases as they've been laid out. Yeah, I mean, I think there's good and bad here. Um, you know, one thing that I would say is maybe a little different than I've experienced in other MMO type of testing is is it feels like a lot of what the team is doing is breaking new ground in the sense of how they're structured. And so in a sense, that makes everything change much more rapidly than we would expect to see. Um, it does give an impression that you know maybe things are changing too fast from a you know somebody from the outside looking in um so i would say from that perspective that's where i see kind of the the biggest issue in terms of um game testing and deployment i mean we will talk a little bit more maybe about um you know in in the next section maybe about apocalypse and the communication around that I think one of the other things that I noticed as well was just kind of the lead times in terms of, you know, downloading client versus an, a test actually happening. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, you know, the team, you know, was working down to the wire and and not a lot of people that didn't have like really robust connections were able to test because of that lack of lead time. And I think, too, there's just been like flurry of activity then complete silence and flurry of activity and then complete silence and totally understand why some that type of thing happens. I think it has been a function of, in some cases, Steven specifically, I would say wearing too many hats, trying to keep everything together. So I would say from my perspective, I mean, those I would say are the, the things that I would consider issues. I think the positives here are really how quickly they were able to address some issues, right? Some are tougher, some they need more time to address, but just over the course of time, the changes that happened in the client that improved it, I think as well, and that was the positive out of it. Obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, the other piece I think is more process than 
quality of the work the team is doing. Um, and I think that is easily rectified, but I'd say that's where I think there's been issues is things change on such a rapid basis. Um, and sometimes it, it feels like it's almost on the fly and, and yes, it might need to be. I just think a lot of the community may not have that experience or have had that experience before. So it seems a little disjointed for community members. So I think communication during those really, you know, dynamic times is even more important so that you can take your, um, your community along with you in the process. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, uh, you know, and this, this is probably partially because I'm a content creator. I stream, um, a pretty good deal. Um, I, I work a full-time job. I, I stream full-time. Um, I mean, I've put in a ton of hours during the, you know, deployment or expected deployment of the open beta for Ashes of Creation Apocalypse. And uh, my, my, and there were some times when it was just like, like really good communication, really consistent. Uh, the, I think my main, and this is, I think resonated by a lot of my community members and we're going to get to that in a second, which is, and I think me talking about that's a great segue into this next bullet point, which is, um, you know, what are some of the biggest complaints that we hear from the community and they resonate some of the same that I've had. I mean, when I'm sitting there with a hundred plus people that are on my channel and they're all saying, you know, uh, have we not heard anything yet? Why aren't we hearing anything yet? They said it, you know, this time. It was supposed to go live. And from my perspective, I do not look, I don't like wasting my time. Uh, I'm a content creator. I'm here to promote the game. And, you know, I look, don't get this twisted. Anybody, this is constructive criticism. Okay. This is the difference between being toxic, undermining the game versus what we're doing here, which is constructive criticism. This is stuff that can help you grow the studio as developers um, that is going to help you to do better in your duty and your role for the community as developer of the game. So you're not leaving anybody, you're not missing anybody. Um, um, and you're not letting people stray away from sticking with it. And that's the biggest thing that I'm the most concerned with when it regards to communication is when you drop the ball in communication and you say, hey, we'll be there at 3 p.m. I don't wanna sit there for three hours waiting to play. I mean, I'm dedicated, I'm devoted. I, I want to put it in the time. It's like, oh, he's talking bad about the game. Look, I have I have invested significantly in this game. I have backed it. I am creating content for it. The studio does not pay us to make this content, right? At this time so far, I haven't gotten any kind of, I haven't gotten hooked up except for having a green name tag in Discord. We don't get additional information. Don't get it twisted. There's not like a big perk here. This is an investment of my free time to help benefit the community in the game. That's just a fact. And I don't want to waste my time. I could sleep. I mean, and I've been low on sleep. I could sleep. I could do a lot of other things. So, you know, don't drop the ball on people such as myself who are willing to dig in and put the hours in and test the game and, and really work to promote the, the game. But I got to come back and say, I see where the problem is. Steven's wearing too many hats, man. He's wearing too many hats. I'm really, really, really hoping and crossing my fingers with this new community marketing manager, uh, CM lead that's coming in. I'm really hoping that she's able to take a lot of that weight off of him because I almost feel like you can tell when the man finally sleeps. 
<laughs> when we're digging yeah, into testing. Because whenever he just go, whenever we get a dead quiet zone, I feel like he's finally passed out. Because yeah. God, we know this guy, they're digging in for the long haul over there. They're pulling crazy hours doing this. So I respect that. I appreciate that. Um, but, you know, for the community's sake, you've got to do better on communication. It's just got to happen. There's no, there's no if, ands, or buts about that. And again, don't get it twisted. I want the game to succeed. And I'm just saying this is the thing that's got to work. I'm really hoping it gets better with the new, the new hire, uh, Margaret, right? Is her name, I think. Yeah, Margaret Crumb. Margaret, yeah. And uh, she's got a lot of experience um, from, you know, what I've understood. Uh, you know, I've done a little bit of reviewing. I'm bad with names, but, you know, she's she's got a great, she brings a lot to the table. Um, so I'm really hoping that part of that can be just take that weight off of him because he's got too much on him, I think. Um, so our biggest complaints we hear from the community, my, the main one I'm hearing is is essentially the discrepancy of, when we say the timeline, what the timeline is and how that's changing uh, continuously. Um, and I'm all about going on the fly and everything, but something you've just got to not, if you say it's going to be at 3 p.m., it's got to be at 3 p.m. If that means that you're saying 3 p.m. because it could get done earlier, um, that means you're doubling your time and going, we're aiming for 3 p.m. on a Sunday. We're going to tell people 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. And if it gets done before then, cool. But make sure that 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 goalpost you set is absolutely achievable. Worst case scenario going to happen. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing that can be improved upon. I think if that main thing is improved upon and you're kind of just owning saying, hey, like that that news post from Steven on the Discord, I was so happy to see that because they were just really kind of owning it. Like we're deciding we're going to kind of change things. Um, we've had some unexpected delays. Some things haven't gone according to plan. Um, we're really going to try to accommodate for that and give you guys an ETA that you can rely on. That's what I want to see a lot more of. That's what we got to have. So we don't lose people that are sitting on those streams, that are watching those YouTube videos, that are listening to people, um, that are waiting, literally waiting to try the game, to see it showcased. Um, those are the people you don't want to you don't want to lose. Um, and yeah, so... That's that's kind of what are some of the main complaints you've been hearing um, from the community, though? Um, I mean, it's it's along those lines, too. Um, I think it's kind of a say do type of thing. And I, I know Stephen is is a very positive, you know. passionate guy and he's excited. I mean, it's doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out right. that he and his entire team are excited to show this game. Um, and I think sometimes, again, that passion turns into maybe a overly optimistic yeah. um you know assessments of when they can get things done because things happen i mean i yeah. don't work directly as a developer but i work with developers and i know etas when you're you know you've got customers screaming for eta you're gonna want to i don't want to say pad but you want to at least give yourself some conservative time Right. within reason to be able to accomplish what you need to accomplish. And like you said, if you're done early, then you make people, you know, that much happier, but obviously going the other route does set some expectations that end up being false. Not again, not intentionally. No. I don't, you know, I'm not Absolutely. saying that the team is trying to deceive exactly. people. 
I mean, stuff breaks exactly that you don't expect to break, right? You're fixing one thing, you create three other problems. So, you know, that's totally, you know, in my opinion, that's the nature of the beast in development. And I think that's the one thing that the only advice I would give the team in terms of um, addressing some of these dissatisfiers within the community is yeah. to say, look, be real. And, and I'd have to say that um, Discord post he did about the delays, et cetera, spot on, yeah. like you said, exactly the kind of communication you need to not get us to, you know, that 11th hour and say, oh, you know, by the way, guys, it, you know, we're delaying this. No, get out ahead of it. You know, be clear. That would be my kind of my main thing. And I think the other big complaint I've seen this two others really is is one around the CM um, position. Thank goodness, you know they've they've staffed that now. Yeah. It's you know hopefully take a lot of pressure off of the team in terms of communication and put it squarely where it needs to be in a community relations person. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing is just the Discord. Um, I think the community within the Discord has a certain level of toxicity it's pulled a lot of people out really positive voices out of that community so i'm hoping as part of this new c um community marketing lead that that's one of the things she attacks too and again i'm not looking for you know complete lockdown of the discord but at least addressing those folks that really don't um you know don't add value to the community Right. I don't have a problem with people disagreeing, people having discussions, but when it gets to the point of just, you know, personal attacks and just the kind of garbage that we have seen in the discord that needs to be addressed and that, and people need to be told that that's not okay. And that to me, I would say those three points are really kind of the biggest complaints that I've seen from the community standpoint. Um, and then I would say maybe kind of part of that too, and it, again, it goes back to the communications, is really uh, kind of the rapidly changing communication around apocalypse, kind of yeah. moving from alpha one phase one to apocalypse. Right. That was disjoining for a lot of people. Um, and again, I'm from a business standpoint, I totally understand why the team did what they did, mm-hmm. right? It makes sense. I talked about this in a podcast I did recently for my channel is they need to have capital in order to pay for staff, pay for servers, yeah. get it, right? So they needed to do something and make use of the assets they had to create some sort of ongoing revenues. Right. They also needed to have a way to gather data when they were still working on pieces and parts of the MMO. And again, totally get why they did it. I think just the way the communication happened though was it just felt like I communicate, this is what's going to happen. I show a roadmap at PAX and then all of a sudden, you know, it just felt different. Yeah. Right. The reality is, Yeah, what some people took away from it, unfortunately, was the wrong message that, you know, the team wasn't making an MMO. That's clearly untrue. Yeah. Right. We were able to see that in the most recent stream is all these assets they've been working on, the combat, you know, et cetera, was very easily able to be translated to, you know, from a VR to an MMO environment. Right. And, and the other criticism that I've heard of that is that there were, they 
didn't really show enough. Right. And we, what we have to do is we have to reorient ourselves. This is alpha, right? It is an early alpha. We're not, again, after the rebranding, we're not even technically an alpha one, right? So what they showed was way more polished as a pre-alpha yeah. than, it, than any other game that I've played. So again, put it all in perspective. Yes. Um, but th- those were kind of, I would say, the main points yeah. that I saw was really that. Yeah, so I'm going to hit on that. So the point you made about the at PAX, the last PAX, the goalposts, right? That's the problem is that people, what was outlined isn't what we saw. And that's what you've got to ensure you don't deviate from because then that's when you get into that place where people start going, oh, this or that conspiracy theory shit. Like as people start wigging out and going, oh, this isn't what it said. And this isn't that. And this isn't like, no, like I, I understand. But like you've got to have that consistency. And when you say this is the outline, right? Outline is going to be this, 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 and this. If, you, if you're not going to follow that, then you need to re-release a new outline and show that to people on a live stream and then move forward and then be consistent with that. Because if you've got this like, you know, objective outline over here, and then in the current state, it's not following that. That's what people see. Um, right. It's kind of an expectation thing, right? Exactly. You set an expectation. Yeah. And again, right, I understand why they did it. I think what happened is the activity happened and yeah. the communication was more reactionary right. than proactive. Mm-hmm. And again, right, I understand they're kind of getting their footing as a studio there are certain things they're really focused on, and I feel like they're focused on the right things in terms of what they're doing. I think it just their communication is a little lopsided. It's more let's focus on doing, oh, and then catch people up later, as opposed to, hey, this is the direction I think we're going, you know, and and say, hey, this might change, but here's kind of how we're moving. Here's where we think we really can get it and really kind of get out ahead of that versus what they've done. Right. And again, I think it's a function of you've got Steven and Jeff and these, these guys that are really passionate about their project and don't sleep so they can make this yeah. game. And then they don't have any brain space left to say, Oh, <laughs> I've got to get the community involved. Yeah. Right. So again, no discredit to the exactly. passion that they're doing. It's just, now that we have this community marketing lead, yeah. I expect that to change, right? You're going to have somebody that's dedicated to keeping the community abreast of what's going on. Right. And I think that, uh, you know, the one other thing too is we're transitioning into the next bullet point, which Dayless was like, what is this? And what is this between angels and insects bit you got here? <laughs> uh, I'll, be, I'll admit I wrote that really late at night. <laughs> also functions on little sleep sometimes. Uh, but I did it late at night and it was my, my thoughts were just, I thought of a Papa Roach song between angels and insects, but it made sense to me because you've got the polarization of the white knight angel mentality of, I see nothing wrong with a studio and this, that just decaying, just corrupted corruption is a great word considering the theme of ashes corrupted sort of just, yeah, I mean, I try, man, sometimes (laughs) you you get, you get this like, corrupted just dark kind of element about the game when there's dialogue about it and so my thing is is i i'm thinking about you know you got to find the middle ground that constructive criticism you know and and so i'm going to talk about ziz getting booted from the program he got drop kicked out 
Congratulations, and here's why. Because if you are an official content creator, you have one job. You are a proponent for a game. You are a proponent for the MMORPG, for the game studio. That means that you, and while he had some fair points, you get you lose the 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 positive points in your presentation. The minute you start throwing a tinfoil hat on and going, they're incompetent based on, based on like as evidenced by in counseling psychology, when I'm working with clients, you have to back up your statements with as evidenced by that means facts supporting your statement. And there weren't any. And a lot of the things he was saying was extremely contradictory and damaging to the community. People that listen to him, right? People that want to rely on his word. When you say official content creator, that means something. It means something to me. It means that you're relying on me to give accurate information to the best of my knowledge. And if I have an opinion, I call it an opinion as evidenced by. All right, this is the facts as evidenced by. If I start saying my opinion is this because it is, and you don't have that as evidence by now you're just telling people this is the truth when it's not. And a lot right. of the points were that this stuff doesn't exist. I played out the zero. It exists. I played it for 30 ish hours between all the four base archetypes. Right. And by hours, I mean a lot of trying to log on to the server as well, but that's a different point. All that back-end architecture for the game, saying that the MMORPG isn't real and they haven't done anything. I mean, I looked at that live stream, and I got to say something about their last live stream too. Their point was not, they never said, we're going to show you how evolved the MMORPG Alpha 1 environment is. They said, we want to show you how easy it is to switch modes, and they did that beautifully. Mm -hmm. They did that beautifully. We got to see a few of the skills on their uh, action bars of uh, the abilities I saw back in Alpha Zero. And then also I saw a couple abilities that were were from the action combat testing in the BR. You saw those on there in the MMO environment. They're saying, look at how easy we can switch between modes, clearly. And they did a great job showing the environment, which I got to say is drastically different from Alpha Zero. Drastically cleaned up and we still had a, a good year until launch like to say that there's no progress it's bullshit because it's not evidenced by any facts guys so between angels and insects look constructive criticism and then there's just undermining the game's development and damaging the community which is exactly what happened and that's why i believe it was well deserved he got drop kick out i'm glad it happened it needed to happen because it's just not good for the game, the community, and quite frankly, you're not doing your job, the thing you signed up to do. That's my two cents on it. I said it on the stream. I'm saying it here. I am personally proud of them. And everything on here, what we talk about, this isn't the studio's information. This is us as individual free thinkers who have our own thoughts and feelings about something, and we're sharing that with you. And it doesn't mean that's fact, unless we say it's evidenced by... This thing that happened because there's evidence and facts to back that statement up. So between angels and insects, you got to find that middle ground people of the individuals who are saying this is true because here's the evidence that backs that up versus this is just what I'm concerned about. My opinions, my feelings, you know, 
you've got to you've got to really find the facts and the truth in the matter. And so I'm saying this because I've said this before multiple times on episodes of the Simcast in the past or even videos I've done, which is you've you've got to think for yourselves and not just take everything at face value before you pass a judgment. Um, to pass a judgment on this game as an MMORPG right now would be an error for anybody. And the other thing I'm going to speak to, which I know I'm kind of going on this, but it's been a couple weeks since the Simcast and I got to say this. You know, I had some, uh, I did a content video about the game is not a lie. And it was a video that went on YouTube. It's done pretty well. And people said, well, hey, Sim, they uh, said that they're going to monetize this now. So where are you sounding your alarms? Well, you know what? I had, had some time to think about it. If I was to bitch about them monetizing this BR, which is just a pre-alpha testing environment for the MMORPG, it's not even the actual alpha one environment. We know this now as evidenced by the facts they presented, right? Tangible things they've expressed that are just, they are. It's indisputable. My thing is, is I thought about it, you guys, and I want this to resonate with you. We don't complain about them monetizing these items on the cash shop that have been there for over a year or so now. We don't complain about, you know, we're going to complain about embers. Like why, why that was already something that was going to exist. Is it hurting the MMORPG? We don't have that evidence. Currently the alpha one is slotted for spring and Steven's saying they're on, they're on their marker for it. You can't say it's not. That hasn't gotten here yet. Wait till the spring, and if it's not, then you can talk about it. Until then, you got to give them the same. You got to give them the same uh, trust we've had all along. Which is, sure, they've made some mistakes along the way. Sure, this whole Alpha One Phase One to Ashes Apocalypse thing could have gone better. They know it. We know it. It is what it is. I mean, can we complain about them monetizing the BR? I mean, not really. I had to think about it. Is it really so different? To me, it's really not. And that's just my opinion. But I kind of wonder what some of your thoughts are about that. Well, I mean, my my biggest point here with relation to the recent uh, content creator purge here um, with, with Ziz is, is you can't present your opinions as facts, right? I mean, at the end of the day. Exactly. Um, you know, he clearly was disappointed in what, you know, the team showed. Uh, on their MMO MMO development update right. stream, um, you know me personally, I have again, I have two minds here. Uh, you know, the business side of me says, yeah, definitely. You know, they're making the right choices. They're keeping their company healthy, etc. Mm -hmm. The gamer in me was like, oh, I wish I could have seen more of this system, right? Yeah, right. But at the end of the day, right, like you said, you've got to put it into perspective. Absolutely. And you know, really. It would not serve the MMO development well if the team did not have the funds to hire the resources, keep the servers going, get the data they're looking for. So to your point, they've been selling cosmetics for over a year now, or just probably a little bit more than that. Yeah. And people have been buying those and we're talking, you know, at least a hundred and twenty dollars a month, right? Yeah. That you could potentially spend each month. So a $10 legendary pass right. for given, you know, for getting another set of cosmetics, to, in my opinion, it's not a big deal. Right. Um, and anyone that 
is crying foul with this, I think needs to take a step back. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, people have had ingrained in their head, especially this year, negative press about gaming companies yeah. that want to monetize everything. Yeah. Monetize pay to win stuff, you know, even cosmetics to a point right you know mm -hmm. uber monetizing that to any anything that's a quote-unquote decent look right is is getting monetized so yeah. i totally understand that point of view that reaction but at the end of the day you're talking about polished products going after a cash grab right. here versus us continuing to fund the mmo now as far as the progress I think one of the things that I would maybe say here, my opinion, is Steven and the team very early on threw something out to us with Alpha Zero. They showed that at PAX. They got a reaction from it. You know, mostly positive. There was some negativity there. But I think the negativity they took to heart, and I think they overcorrected because they went from really super openness to maybe more controlled um, gaps in time where they didn't really show much. Mm -hmm. But had I not had the benefit of going to meet the team at PAX uh, this, this uh, past year, I probably would have a little different opinion. But in talking with them and really kind of getting involved in conversations about their process, I kind of get what they're doing. I think from my perspective, what would be a, a nice way to bring the community back is start doing some regular updates and focusing on these pipelines that they're creating to say, here's what our pipelines are looking like. I mean, I don't want them to kind of show me everything, you know, to the level of detail, like a star citizen. I don't need to know, you know, put cake. But what I do want to see is something that shows, hey, here's here's our process that we're going through to build a quest. Here's our process that we're going through to, you know, look at node development or look at that. And again, some of those systems might still be being kind of finally designed and tested, et cetera. But getting to those more straightforward, high level type of things will really help their PR, I guess, um, you know, a lot of, again, I mean, the, the, the issue that I had is when you're, you have negative opinions that are presented as facts, when you start ranting and raving on a video, it start makes me start to question, are you doing that for views? Or are you doing that mm -hmm. because you're truly upset? Right? In my opinion, I've had my you know, fair share of, you know, I don't exactly agree with what the team is doing. But at this point, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt until the facts present themselves to say, okay, something's wrong. Yeah, I'm not necessarily seeing anything horribly wrong. Right. I'm seeing things that can be course corrected. Exactly. And, and at the end of the day, like you said, you talked a lot about um, the, the insect side of the argument. I think it's just as damaging to go the other route exactly everything's fine guys everything's fine yeah. right you know put and, on blinders call out yeah exactly right and not call out things that need to be improved right number one thing needs to be improved communication absolutely steven knows that steven yes worked very hard 
to hire some staff. You see community managers in the EU now. Awesome. You see this com community marketing league. Great. Those are steps in the right direction. Yes, it took longer than people really wanted, but he picked someone he felt would line up with their culture, right? Yeah. So it did happen. It maybe didn't happen in the time frame people expect, but you know what? Nothing ever goes according to plan in any type of development. Right. If you've ever if you've ever worked in this field in any form, you know if anything can go wrong, it will. Yes. Um, but at the end of the day, right, I mean, the team is imperfect, right? Mm, right? They're doing the best they can. There are things that need to be course corrected. But at the end of the day, my my biggest issue and the reason why Ziz was, you know, ejected from the program is he presented his opinions and facts yeah. and flat out did not communicate correctly. It wasn't that he was being... Um, he was being negative without um, any, or he was being negative without any yeah. to be so. Um, and I think that's the point. He was presenting a picture yeah. that was inaccurate. Yeah. Right. And and at this point, we don't know the inner workings of Intrepid. We don't know what they're doing behind the scenes. All we know is what we've been told by Stephen. And at this point, I don't have any reason to distrust what he's saying. Exactly. Because, you know, with the exception of kind of the recent shifts that were, you know, from a communication standpoint, not the greatest choices, right? The team has consistently hit their goals. They're consistently showing improvements yep. in the client from like alpha zero to current night and day, even the alpha apocalypse clients from testing cycle to testing cycle showed visible improvements. Mm -hmm. So at the end of the day, I mean, that's where I think, you know, content creators can hurt the game is when they're, it feels like they're either creating drama yeah. unnecessarily or creating uh, a rose colored glasses view unnecessarily. Exactly. Either, in either case that's damaging and you need yeah. to be able to have opinion you said think for yourself yeah um as a content creator and call the team out when you think hey this is something we need to address versus giving them credit where credit is due i mean they're working very hard right now they have a lot on their plate and i i think once they get through some of this foundational stuff we're going to see and and obviously get this new person up to speed mm -hmm. we're going to see a lot more from the team i expect 2019 to be a big year for Intrepid. right yeah, I, I got to, you know, and that's the thing too. And I got to say this too, because the thing about this discussion that was cringeworthy for me is I can't tell you how many times I can count them on both my hands. There was more than that, where he said something was the case. And I'm sitting there going, no, that's not even true. I know I was in alpha zero when you're talking about stuff and, 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 uh, Sinbad is GM who he was very disrespectful to. I thought, um, that he talked over was sitting there telling him like, no, I mean, some of the stuff he said was clearly opinion, but I'm sitting there thinking, did you play alpha zero? Cause if you did, some of the stuff you're saying clearly isn't fact. Like talking one thing specifically, you talked about quests. My, that's just one off the top of my head. I can think he hasn't, they haven't improved quests. Yeah, they have. I saw the dialogue on quests and the quest boxes. That, that was like, 
super generic. The dialogue was not cleaned up. There was not an evolved quest pattern. Uh, it was literally go kill 10 things here or something. And you went and killed yeah. the little, whatever they're called, sca scavenging, whatever the fuck's the little dudes that were there. You know, but this one was like a step-by-step -step process of going along the countryside. You go somewhere else. There's a literal dialogue and story as to why you're there, what's happening. That's one point I can make. That is not how the quests were in Alpha Zero. Just saying, that's a fact. Right. And so that's Definitely one example. You need to get your facts straight yes, before yeah. you see they're not making an MM. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, dude. The end of the day, it's... Yeah. I'm like sitting there cringing because I'm like, oh my God, there's people listening to this who are going to believe this shit right now. And it's not even true. That's my like thing. I was like, um, I'm like, okay, this isn't I good. Mean, one, one thing, one thing that I think is really important, and I'm in, in your boat as well, right? Is I'm not doing this because I'm getting something from it. Yeah. Right. I'm doing this because I'm passionate about this game. Passion does not equal I'm going to support every decision Intrepid's going to make. Yeah. I have an opinion, right? I, you know, we both, you know, can call a duck a duck if we <laughs> see an issue, right? But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you're, you're not obligated yeah. to agree with Intrepid Absolutely. as a content creator. And I think that's essentially what Ziz was trying to say is yeah. well i had an opinion it you know it wasn't what steven wanted to hear so that's why he kicked me out of the program mm. completely inaccurate no at the end of the day you have a responsibility as a content the facts yeah and once you've presented the facts and you say now my opinion of this eventuality is this yeah but at the end of the day that wasn't how it was presented yes. and that's I think that's the main issue. I yes. think that any content creator that's thinking about it or doing it right now needs to take the heart. Absolutely. Steven doesn't mind when you disagree with no. him. He actually likes it because you might give him a different point of view than his own. What he doesn't like is people sharing their opinions, that's, negative yeah. opinions as fact. Right. Yeah. Which... Yep. In his position, I would agree. It's like, yeah. and, and I would probably, you know, more deeply look at any content creator that's out there and and take a look at how they're presenting not only the, the, the facts, but how they're presenting themselves and engaging in the community. But yeah. that's probably a topic a for totally a, different another, another cast. Absolutely, here. absolutely. And I feel like that's another really good conversation too. I feel like that's something you definitely expand upon. Um, but yeah, that's just, uh, that's the thing that, that was the main thing to me, um, was, you know, it is, it, I felt bad, uh, because I feel like if Steven watched this, I don't know if he even watches these or not, right? I, I would not expect him to, um, what I would expect him to do is expect for us to do what we're doing here, which is to try and be objective, objective, to try and present opinions, but to, to also, still be a proponent of the game, still do our due diligence. You know, he respects constructive criticism and feedback. Uh, and hope, and I hope that if I'm, we're doing that, I, I feel like if he was watching this, he would take that and be like, okay, this is something to put in the back of my head, something to really consider moving forward and then make his decision. He, it's his damn, it's his show. It's mm -hmm. he, this is, this is his gig. 
his stories, his company, his his journey that we're going along with, um, he still has a choice to do it however the hell he chooses to do it. Um, my hope is that as a content creator, and I would think anyone else who's a content creator would be able to say, um, hopefully uh, this is beneficial to you that can help you to, to, to pursue this dream and this passion in, in a way that is going to not only be good for you, but also for the rest of us who are along on the journey as well. And that's, that's kind of what I think is important. Um, and that's just not what was reflected when I saw that I felt bad because, um, I also got to go to the studio and I got to see them up there and I saw them working hard. They made time to see me. They didn't have to, I'm not entitled to that. I mean, I have a backer reward or whatever. Um, but that interview, uh, they didn't have to do that. I'm not entitled to that. Uh, they, he made the time to sit down with me. He didn't have to. He didn't. Yep. It was a choice. Um, and I feel like that's something important to recognize. Like, uh, you know, and it was a good conversation. I saw these people working hard. I have that perspective that you don't always get. And that's why when they made the choices of announcing Apocalypse the way they did, I also have been burned by game studios. It's easy to go, oh shit, here we go again. It's really easy to go the negative way and to make an assumption, which assumptions don't, they aren't based on facts, everybody. They're based on usually bad past experiences, right? Your inner wolf instincts are trying to kick in and protect you or whatever. I get it. Take a second to step back and take a look at it. Is there really evidence to support that at this time? No, there is not. Chill out. I had to chill out. I had to remind myself of that too. I try to continue doing it. Um, I can't say I necessarily like some of the choices, but shit happens. It's life, man. Game development happens and game development. Sometimes shit goes wrong. Just like in life, guys, like stuff doesn't go, go according to plan. Sometimes, sometimes it goes the opposite of plan <laughs> and you've got to work on it. Um, yeah. but anyway, that's why clarity is important. You know, if you set goalposts, um, really try to make sure that the goalposts don't change without informing people of it. And, you know, the importance of hitting those markers is, you know, when you hit the markers, you are showing consistency in your words and your actions. And I'm not saying that they've been dishonest. There's a huge difference in that. I'm saying it was presented one way. It didn't go according to plan. There wasn't dialogue about the plan changing well in advance to re situate those goalposts. And that's where people are at. I recognize it. I don't believe, and I have no reason to believe uh, that there's any malintent there. Um, so I feel like it's important people to stay, take a step back. I know we're all excited. Want the MMORPG. We're not even quite there yet. Take a minute, try to be patient. I know it's tough. It's tough for me. I don't even like playing BRs. I'd rather be playing that than most of the shit out there right now. I'm just saying. <laughs> so, um, what are some expectations you have for like the next, uh, you know, the next year, man? I, I feel like 2018. Sure, we talked about some of the stuff that could be better communication, um, but we have had a lot to show for it. To be fair, from uh, December of 2017 mm-hmm. to this December now, I got to play Alpha Zero. And I got to see that environment, which mm, the current environment looks way better. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Way, way better. I mean, you can see it in the videos that they showcased of like stuff back then. It's a huge difference. We've got another year at least until 
we get to the next big mark or milestone here, um, which is launch. Um, just think about how much more can change in that time. What are some of the expectations you have, Daedalus, as far as markers to hit? What do we really need to see this next year? Um, I think there's there's a few for me. I mean, it does have a lot to do with communication um, and content. Um, you know, I think maybe let's start with the basics. I mean, they, they are working on stability of the client. You know, they are looking at, you know, stabilizing with large number of players, those sieges. So I think that to me is that stability milestone is huge. They definitely need to hit that this year because I think their entire schedule is predicated on that. Yeah. I, I truly believe. I think the next year is going to be, um, as you know, as, as Jeff says, frenetic for them. They're going to continue to churn out as much as they can. Yeah. I think it's aggressive. I mean, I still think it. at this point, I don't have any evidence that it's not doable other than my own experience with other MMOs and the time it takes to make those products. Um, but I would say to me, that's kind of the biggest expectation I have is we get to a point where we've got persistence and stability in an alpha state. That's kind of the major one for me. Uh, the others are really just focusing on a schedule from a roadmap perspective. I mean, I think it would be really good maybe once a quarter, maybe every couple of months is throw a roadmap out on a stream, talk about the roadmap. Like yeah. I said, I don't need star citizen levels of detail, mm -hmm. please, God, no. But I do need something that gives me an idea of where we are. What's the health of our project, right? As an investor, right, as a backer, yes. yeah. that's, that's what I'm keen on, right? Because that's, again, my business mind lining up with this. Right. My gamer mind is like, give me some blogs, give me some lore. Give me something more to make the world rich. Um, and I think some other expectations I have, again, talked a little bit about it on, on the podcast I did recently, is try to get us out of this focus in terms of communications away from apocalypse and shift to, again, a focus on the MMO. Right. And I think there was also talk of a product um, in the IP they were doing, which was a tabletop. Yeah. Yeah, Again, mm -hmm. keep those other things, you know, fine. You know, you can devote time to that later on, but really mm -hmm. focus on giving us, talking about the MMO, pull us away from talking about Apocalypse. I think that's a huge expectation for me because the more mm -hmm. information people have on the MMO, the less likely you're going to have people that have any argument. <laughs> I'd say argument that there isn't an MMO right. out there, right? I, I mean, I think at this point, we know based on what we've seen, there is an MMO, there is pipelines being developed to crank out content for an MMO. Let us in on a little bit more under the hood, right? They yeah. have been as transparent <clears throat> as, you know, they, they want to be right now. As things get to a point where they're stable, focus on that stability first and then bring this into the loop a little bit more. Yeah. Um, that would be my, I would say kind of the, the major things that I'm expecting. I mean, I, I think again, I'm cautiously optimistic about them releasing next December. 
I would be okay if they delayed three to six months to get a product that they really want if they need to. I'm not saying they do, right? but I'm saying that would be okay with me because at the end of the day, I want them to put their best foot forward. And that goes back to what we were saying is I may not necessarily agree with every choice the team is making, but I'm still supporting them yeah. making a product they can be proud of. And in turn, I can be proud yeah. of because that would, it doesn't serve me any purpose to go off on a negative path and talk about um, things that aren't true around, you know, deception, et cetera. Those, those aren't, you know, those don't serve me at all. I want them to make a good MMO because I want to end up playing a good MMO. So if they need to take some more time to do it, then let them do it. If they can do it in a year, more power to them. Right. They will be one of the, you know, the first to do that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, I think that the major thing for me is this communication, getting out regular updates, consistent updates, really making use of that CM lead. Yeah. Just, you know, get her, you know, down in the dirt and working with the community get them hyped about this game, give them stuff to be hyped about. Um, you know, I just coordinating that, I think to me, or, or really the, I think the core of what's going to make 2019 mm -hmm. a really good year for Intrepid if they hit those marks. Yeah, I think so too. I think I agree with you. Um, for me, it's primarily communication. I'm not as concerned about the timeline. I'll, I'll be, I'll be honest. People are like, it's supposed to be the end of this year. I'm like, well, They've clarified multiple times at the earliest at the end of 2019 or 2020, early 2020, whatever. Like my thoughts right now, just from what I'm looking at, what seems logical uh, in my mind is end of 2019, best case scenario. Uh, and by end, I mean probably December. Um, uh, more realistically, I think summer 2020 into the spring 2020 really is a logically seems like a pretty doesn't seem with you know outside the realm of reason um based on what we've seen but one thing to note too is steven made the point of saying look we have a, a small handful of people that are working on this whole br apocalypse mode that would explain a lot in regards to delays setbacks etc right and i can also understand this is just my food for thought here just something for people to think about and I just ask guys, like, take it into consideration. It, it could just be a random thought that has no credibility. Or maybe I'm on to something. And that's uh, if they've got the majority of people working on the MMORPG and they're not ready to showcase that, I agree with you, Dalis. They could definitely put more focus on that, a little less focus on the BR. I can understand why the focus on the BR might be at the forefront. And that's because I feel like that's the thing that they feel they are ready to showcase and they're excited about it. It's really easy to be able to want people to really dig in, to really explore that, to play that. Even if that's maybe not where most people are ready to be, they want the MMORPG. Uh, so maybe that's what you got to give them is show them more of the MMORPG. Uh, put that more in the spotlight and maybe less on this pre-alpha testing environment, APOC. Um, mm -hmm. Just, you know, I think it's important to think that. I mean, that would account for a lot of the delays. It's just... Random thoughts I'm thinking. I, I don't know. I'm basing it on what he said. There's significantly less people. 
significantly less people working on this Ashes of Creation Apocalypse mode. Uh, if that's the case, and that's true, that would account for a lot of the delays and the problems and, you know, more delays and lack of clarification and not being at Castle Sieges yet. And I, I get it, um, but that's what you want to showcase. So, yeah, I can see why that would cause people to be worried. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, though, what people need to realize, and I want to realize, is work on this VR mode is work on the MMP, yeah. right? Yeah. The only difference between what we're seeing is maybe you've got a little more polish on the visuals, etc. blah, blah, blah. Right. But it's all stuff that is being used by the MMO. Right. Both modes are going to need to have stable servers. Both modes are going to need to have high player counts in a certain space, right? So again, I think my opinion there's no smoke and mirrors here they are working they are working towards an mmo i think the optics they just need to balance the optics of it and and maybe that's a better way of putting it than how i said before but it's balancing the optics i think there's so much focus on this people go in and and they assume like you said um so yeah like i said I, i i am very you know, passionate about the game, you are too. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Steven and the team can do great work. They're, you know, in, in the trenches right now. I just hope when they come up, you know, for air that they get the credit they deserve. Yeah. They're working. yeah, me too. I think I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, I think that's the most important thing is I, I could sit here and talk about the grouping system and the partying and how broken that was and how it didn't work in the Alpha Zero and how the fact that we can do that is a huge improvement for the MMORPG. I mean, all these systems that are in place that they've been working on, it's tough for people to see it, uh, but I see how this stuff translates into what was missing in the Alpha Zero. Uh, and clearly, uh, partying looked pretty good on the how they switched over to the MMO mode in that mm-hmm. world. I mean, it looked pretty good to me. Couldn't do that in Alpha Zero, just saying. Yep. Could not <laughs> do that in Alpha Zero. I mean, you couldn't really even be proximity of people without stuff breaking, breaking, to be honest. So I'm just saying, just there's a perspective that, you know, we can talk about our experiences with Alpha Zero. We can't share or showcase any visuals. Um, and that's, you know, to me, that's neither here nor there. It's just the fact it is what it is. But um, but for people who have played Alpha Zero, we do know better. Um, we do know better. And, you know, if you've got trust in people like myself or Daedalus here, who have never steered you wrong before, I mean, if you got a little bit of credibility, uh, I definitely think it's worth investing in that, um, that we got to see that. Um, and so let that be in a reinforcer for you. Um, if your content creators bring you facts and they've got evidence that they can support it with, I mean, that's something important, I think. So pay attention to that. If you don't get the, the backing and someone's pushing it as facts when there's no evidence for it, question it. Question it. And on that note, uh, yeah, my hope for 2019, more communication, better communication, more clarity, a, a roadmap that if it changes, you update along the way. And, uh, you know, really hoping that our new CM is going to do a hell of a job. Um, definitely got my fingers crossed for her. Um, she's got some work ahead of her for sure. Um, but on that note, 2019, I think, will be a pretty, pretty big year for the game and for the community. So 
as impatient as we are, everybody, give it a minute. Wait for it. I think some good things are coming for sure. Um, and on that note, so glad to have Daedalus here as a permanent member of the Simcast, soon to be named something else. I guess you'll find out next time what that is. Um, <laughs> it's pretty cool, though. I'm actually excited about it. it. makes sense. If you're on the Discord, you probably have some sort of an idea about it. Just saying. If you look, you'll see it. The facts are there. Just saying. And on that note, uh, Daedalus, all of his links will be in the description below. Uh, you want to let everybody know where they can find you and where you reign, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. Um, you can find me at the Ash. Uh, sorry, ashenherald.com. It's guy. I think I might be. <laughs> um, also on Twitter at, at the ashenherald. Uh, my primary form of content is YouTube. So you can uh, look me up there uh, under the ashenherald. Mm -hmm. Right. And also on Twitch as the ashenherald, correct? Correct. Yeah, yes. yeah. Just saying. Might as well check that out too. I follow him. So <laughs> if you're not sure how to spell it all or whatever, just go look at who I follow and check him out. Follow him. On that note, uh, been a great simcast it was a great episode i think I had a lot of good conversation hopefully it wasn't too ranty but if it was feel free to drop a comment and let me know sim you might want to tune that shit up that's fine <laughs> you're welcome for seeing daedalus's pretty grill there it is right there ladies and gentlemen you'll be seeing more of that soon and in the future have a great new year and until next time i'll catch you all on stream have a great week and talk to you all soon see everybody <laughs>